Because the funny thing, you're probably the one that probably would love it more than me. I don't know. Knowing your palate. Really? Knowing what does your that mean? This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the, the goddess of food writing and food critique, Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine. And yours truly, Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. On this edition of This Bites, we just got a hodgepodge of things to talk about. But let's kick it off. Let's kick it off first. What do you got? There's something really interesting that's happening in the Tosa Village at Cafe Bavaria. What's the details about that? Well, Cafe Bavaria, uh, at, well, Cafe Bavaria is going to operate as Cafe Bavaria up until November when it becomes, uh, well, it closes and it goes through the process of being renamed and a new restaurant opens in its place but that is owned by the same restaurant group Lowlands uh, that runs Cafe Bavaria and the interesting thing about it if you think of all the restaurants that um, Lowlands owns which are the Hollander restaurants Cafe Benelux right here in the mm-hmm. third ward Central and Bayview um, those are all restaurants that are focused on European that mystique and the Belgian beers and, mm-hmm. you know, all that whole thing. They're taking a complete departure here with this new restaurant, which is going to be called the bucket I'll explain what that name means. <laughs> the bucket which is going to replace Cafe Bavaria, is going to be focused on Wisconsin. So no more Europe. Yeah. It's all they're, about the homeland here. Yeah. it's okay. They're focused on the sort of an upwoods or upper, and I guess upper up, Northwoods. Up north kind of yeah. mystique or inspiration and um, with a supper club. I okay. think there's going to be some supper club. Supper club kind of feel to this. Yeah, and okay. maybe some of that supper club influence to the menu too, although I don't know what's going to be specifically on the menu. But the beers are all going to be Wisconsin beers. Apparently they're going to use Wisconsin distillers and bitters for their cocktail program. Mm. Uh, so they're really looking... Keeping it local, eh? Yeah, keeping it local, which is something they're not known for. So... And the Bucket of Bond is named for the lakes. Um, there's a up, upper and lower Bucket of Bond lakes. I just love in, how you say that. I, I know. <laughs> and it's if it's if you know the Eagle River area, it's really far north in Wisconsin. I have never those been north. Lake, okay, those lakes are, are located up there. But, yeah, that's where the name comes from. Um, so uh, so nothing's, you know, happening right this moment. Uh, Bavaria, Cafe Bavaria is going to continue to operate now on, you know, through November, November, from what I understand. Do you have any ideas of some of the food things they might be No, doing? well, you know, the, the culinary director is Thomas Hauck, who yeah. owns Circa 1880. And what he's talking about are, you know, things, um, a lot of Wisconsin ingredients, you know, mm-hmm. like cranberries, wild rice, maybe cherries, maybe mm-hmm. incorporating some of those things. Um, also, you know, again, this, these are no promises on what's going to be on there, but, you know, roasted chicken, mm. um, uh, you know, uh, Wisconsin obviously is known for, for things like that. You know, the cheese curds, the, all the dairy products, mm. you know? Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of things to, to, um, pull from if you think about Wisconsin foods and the supper club theme, that whole idea is really hot right now. Well, everybody, because Chicago's, you know. Well, right. They have their doing, version of a, of a supper club. Doing it where you have to take a second mortgage out. But right. yeah, they, they have a, a supper club in Chicago. <laughs> 
So again, this is uh, happening in November, and it's called what again? Because I'm I, I, I don't want to mess. It's called the Bucket of Bond. Now, I just like you hearing that. Pl- it. Yeah, no, so the Bucket of Bond isn't going to open right away after Bavaria closes. It's going to, no, it's going to, I guess it's going to, they're shooting for sometime in early 2020 okay. for that. So they'll shut down in November. Yeah. Clean everything up, do the switching of menus, and then. I Yeah, I'm assuming like a okay. full overhaul of the space, cool. too. That place been there for a while, hasn't it? Uh, about five years. Five years? Okay. Cool. Well, and uh, just a, another quick aside, in anticipation of this, there's a whole new beer garden that they mm-hmm. built. It's like the village beer garden that sort of extended um, and takes uh, over some of the Bavaria patio. Yeah. And that has its own menu. So that was sort of like they're saying that was like the first step toward this new Okay. was building that that new beer garden. Okay, cool. Coming up, we'll continue our conversation on this bites, especially a conversation about my new food crush. We'll we all want to know who that my is. My new food crush. Hopefully, uh, I might try to see if I can like tweet or interview her or something. I don't know. We'll get into that. Might find out who that is. Plus, we have some discussions about mixology classes and uh, Miller High Life cocktails because I know you're all about that. Yeah. We'll be right back. Support for this bite comes from your membership and Society Insurance, an insurance company serving up a smorgasbord of coverages to restaurants and bars. Society Insurance offers restaurants and bar owners tailored insurance options. A full menu of Society's coverages, as well as risk prevention tips, are available at societyinsurance.com. 88.9's new podcast series, Backspin. The search for Milwaukee's first hip-hop song is now available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and at RadioMilwaukee.org slash Backspin. Stream all six episodes now. Now we're back on this Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast. About to be celebrating four years this coming November. And goddess How, where of Where did food. that time go? You're the goddess of food writing and critique. <laughs> So before we get into all the other stuff we talk about, including my 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 food crush that's coming to Chicago, um, there's a really cool event, cool benefit that's happening in October. We normally don't talk about events like this so far out, but you, let's just look at an event that might sell out real quick. So we decided to share it. It popped up, and it's the Milwaukee Chef Collaboration Dinner Number Three. So we've done a few mm-hmm. of these, and it's a really kind of thing where uh, different chefs around the city cook a dish and they collaborate, and the dish it benefits a certain. Nonprofit. Mm-hmm. This one takes place October 27th at Blues Egg in Shorewood. You have uh, Adam Pollock of uh, Egg and Flour Pasta Bar. His partnership is with This Time Tomorrow Foundation. Um, Dane Baldwin's doing Guest House Milwaukee. Dan Jacobs of Dan Dan is doing No Kid Hungry. Um, what else is on your list? Uh, uh, Ramsey's Alvarez. Uh, he's doing. And Ramsey's, he was the chef at Mason Street Grill. Yeah. He's been around town. He's been worked at a lot of places. His charity is Children's Hospital. Um, Gino Fazzari, uh, who is also uh, known as the owner of Calderon Club and, and Pizzeria San Giorgio, mm-hmm. a great pizza place. Again, Children's Hospital, you can't deny that. Justin Abrahamian of Sanford Hunger Task Force. Uh, Caitlin Cullen of The Tandem. Her charity is Courage House Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Cool. And uh, again, there'll be 10 courses um, with the help of the Lost Well Cocktail Bar to pair with 10 exquisite drink pairs. You've got something later to talk about Lost Well mm-hmm. um, on the way. And that's October 27th. Pretty sure those tickets are going to go fast. Um, great cause. The Milwaukee Chef Collaboration Dinner number three. 
Next up,、uh, some news about Interval. What's going on there? Yeah, Interval is a place that you may not know a lot about. It's been kind of a quiet little restaurant. And I guess calling it a restaurant has is, is sort of been a little tricky because、um, it's a, a venue that was opened by、um, Ryan Hoban, who is the owner of Pill Crow Coffee in、uh, Bruce Hill area. And、um, it's a, a little place that opened kind of kitty corner from Sanford. And over on Jackson Street. And when he started out, you know, the, the, the premise, I think, you know, I don't know, maybe it was evolving, but coffee in the morning. So a coffee bar with kind of, you know, innovative cocktail,、mm. or not cocktails, but, but innovative coffee drinks, I guess you could say, and some food. And then in the evenings on certain nights of the week,、um, it had really interesting,、uh, like a dinner menu, but very、um, kind of more experimental, I guess. Okay. Dishes, kind of unus- very unusual、yeah. pairings and things like that. And,、um, but now that is changing. So、uh, it's going to go back to what Ryan originally intended, which is to open a cafe that has coffee service and some menu items during the day,、um, cocktails in the evening. So I guess not dinner, but maybe still open in the evening、mm-hmm. and then pop up events in the evening. So in essence, he kind of、um, he has sort of split. With the chef who was doing kind of the more experimental、mm. dinner type items. And it's moving more in the direction that Ryan wants it to move in,、okay. into. So、uh, I've heard a lot of really,、uh, I mean, interesting things. Travis, the guy who was doing the, the menu there, he kind of was sort of floating around town. He was at,、um, uh, he was at Burton Butcher for a little while, kind of helping out. I don't know what he's doing now after、mm. this, but. Um, it's kind of an interesting little experimental place, I guess you、okay. could say. Next up, we're going to talk about Lost Well. We just mentioned them、uh, being part of the Chef Collaboration Dinner Number Three. They're doing some classes、um, at the Milwaukee Public Market. What's the, what's the deets on that?、Amy? Yeah.、Uh, so, Tripper Duval, who's one of the owners of Lost Whale,、um, he and his bar manager, JC, have, been, have done a couple of classes there. They have one coming up. And it's on tequila.、Uh, and it's a hands on class, which to me is always the best way to learn.、Um, so they're going to be tasting and teaching、um, through the spirit, the origin of, of tequila, the processes, the different styles.、Um, and the, those who, who take the class are going to be tasting three different kinds of tequila. And they're going to be、um, working on sort of creating a few tequila based cocktail recipes. So,、um, I don't know, that sounds really fun. They're going to serve light appetizers as well.、Um, but it, it's, this is, I think, a little bit different for the public market. I haven't seen them do mixology classes、mm-hmm. before.、Um, so, so, is and, this tequila, not mezcal? Just, 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 no, this just, is specifically tequila. tequila. Okay.、Um, and I was talking to Tripper a little bit, and it sounds like there's really been an interest in having classes like this at, at the market. So, Um, I think hopefully we're going to see more of them, more of them doing you know, some of these drinks. And honestly, with, you know,、um, with the rise of just classic, or I guess the resurgence of the classic cocktails and a lot more interesting cocktails out there, I think there are a lot of people that are thinking, I want to be able to recreate some of this stuff at home. How do I do it? I don't know how to do it.、Mm-hmm. And this is a perfect way to learn. Oh, cool. So, this one that I'm mentioning, though, is coming up on Thursday, August 22nd. That's tequila. It's 5 30. It's a hands on class. And the last I checked, there's still openings. So, okay. Still open. So, you're, you're going to 
I'm, I don't know. Maybe I could. I, maybe I'd do. I need to have a mixology class for my Lord. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something, Tariq? <laughs> you of, would have to teach that Malort yeah. class. Well, we're, we're doing a Malort custard <laughs> for you. It's going to be like lemon and a little bit of a cardamom <laughs> and bits of avocado pieces. Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, chunks of avocado toast oh, and gosh. ice cream. Oh, <laughs> Tariq. Speaking of um, what, avocado, avocado toast, toast, you know, what goes great with avocado toast? An Aperol spritz, right? You know, I, I don't think you should be dissing an Aperol <laughs> spritz. I think it's a pretty nice cocktail. I really like it. It's very, ref- it's a great summer. Yeah. Uh, it's a great summer drink. And so, well, that's, you know, leading to from the cocktail class of this. Uh, I just thought I'd have a fun. I, I was like on the internet like I normally do uh, the middle of the night because, you know, I'm lonely and sad and whatever. And you don't uh, sleep. I don't sleep. Uh, I came across this Bon Appetit article about this Miller High Life and uh, Aperol mixture called the Spaghetti, which I guess is a thing. And I, and I thought about it like I've been seeing a lot of Miller High Life cocktails, <laughs> right? And I was thought of like, you know, for those who, don't, who, are, who are, you know, not cool enough for avocado toast and Aperol spritz, but want to be part of it, but don't want to be seen with it, right? I think this is kind of a a compromise, right? So, so this this thing called the spaghetti is one of them. I'm gonna talk about some other cocktails with Miller High Life. I don't know why I decided to talk about it, but it looks so pretty. I like. I was looking at the photo. I was like, it's a pretty color. Mm-hmm. Don't you agree? And it looks cool to label the design, and it's I don't know. It just looks classy. Does it say why the spaghetti? Why the I, name? I don't know. Um, so it, it looks like it started like this Wet City Bruins doing it, but I don't think they invented it. I think they just named it. Um, so basically it's like a little half ounce of Aperol and a little splash of lemon juice put into the Miller High Life. I'm not sure how that would taste, but, you know, I've had, when I was in Atlanta, um, you know, the, the, Beer mosas and stuff. Yeah. And most people up here do it with craft beer uh-huh. or like some craft or brew. In Atlanta, they did it with like shorties. Oh, and okay. it was a it was it was like eighty degrees outside. We're out like in the Beltline area, and I had it. And I was like, because it was the cheapest thing to menu for drinks. I had it. I was like, this is really refreshing because it was like fresh squeezed orange juice with the Miller highlight. It was really nice, you know. And I was, then it got me thinking. It's like seeing this, maybe. There will be a trend and bars. We start selling like their Miller, like a little section for Miller High Life cocktails and Miller High Life mixers, right? Yeah. Well, so, like other ones was uh, a Millerita, which is um, a beer margarita. So this one basically has, um, of course, lime. Let me get tequila. That so it has three four. It has one Miller High Life bottle, three quarter ounce tequila, which is a half a shot, one and a half ounce of Aperol. And a lime wedge. That sounds, but that really is tasty. You know, I think the key is that Miller High Life has to be really, really cold for this to be really good. It can't be cool, right? I think it has to be like ice cold. Well, I mean, any of these cocktails are going to be better when they're cold. Yeah. So there's another one called the Wisconsin 75. So this is Death's Door Gin. Uh-huh. Lemon juice, simple syrup, shake with ice, strain into a champagne flute or coupe um, with Miller High Life. So. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. What's your thoughts on that? 
Uh, well, oh, oh. I, you know, as you know, or I've said before, I'm not a huge beer fan, except occasionally a lager, right? But, but, but don't forget, I'm Miller not, High Life is not I know. necessarily a beer, it's the champagne of beers. It's the champagne of beers. So that being said, I'm really open to this. Yeah. I really think it's going to be a trend. You know how they do the food trend predictions of... Yes. You, know, you think it's going to be one? I can see Miller High Life being elevated into cocktail worlds. I can see people doing different cocktails of Miller High Life and really pushing the envelope because the flavor of Miller High Life is very... It's a, it's a refreshing beer. It's not a strong flavor beer. It's enough kind of essence of beer without the, you know, the craft beers that you can play a lot, be creative with that beer, really get successful flavors. I just, that's just me. Yeah. I would think that, you know, maybe a Miller Life, Miller High Life, you know, um, Hemingway Daiquiri or something, right? I don't know. You're just staring at me. <laughs> I just don't know where you're going with it. And I, I'm intrigued because oftentimes when you do go off on this other, you know, you sort of expand and mm -hmm. extrapolate. You you get to something really interesting. So I was like, "Where is he going with this?" Yeah, Where's I just I just I just noticed and I just realized when I had when it just brought all the times when I had different things with Miller High Life, not craft beer, but Miller High Life, mm. it works better than craft beers. Not to say craft beers are not good, but when you mix other things in beer, I think Miller High Life works the best. Moving on, I was thought I thought you'd be happy like the this idea like that you I could see you do a whole feature story like photos and all yeah and you'd be like remember when Tariq talked about this and now I'm doing a feature story well on this? you know maybe I will maybe I will but I'll give you full credit <sighs> trying to trying to appease my goddess I <laughs> anyway uh, you know last week we talked about your day trip to Madison mm -hmm. uh, which is cool uh, but. Um, Chicago next week. If, if if any of you are off and huge foodies in Milwaukee and have time to go to Chicago, I recommend uh, next week is the time to go to Chicago because I never heard of this. This is the second year for this. It's called it's um, Chicago Tribune, the paper of record, I guess, in Chicago. The home of pizza, which is really a casserole. The home of a hot dog with salad on it. I had to put a jab in there. <laughs> um, they do this thing called the Food Bowl. Um, and it looks really intense. It's like a foodie, like a true, like, foodie event. Um, so uh, it starts, it's like all week, August 11th. It's like two weeks. It goes through, I don't know, goes for a while. But it starts off next week, it looks like. Um, there's Charlie Trotter Days, which is a famous restaurant, Charlie Trotter. Um, there's a celebration Peruvian cooking featured Chicago's own award-winning Stephanie Izzard. Is that the, is that the girl in the goat? Right? Yes. Yes. Um, Galit, if I pronounce that right, which I've been told to go there. People have told me so many times to go to that place. Um, it's in Lincoln Park, Middle Eastern restaurant. They will host a world-class chef. I'll let you pronounce that name. Uh, no, no, I'm not even going to attempt that. It's Musa, I definitely apologize, Dag Devririn of Sia. I probably pronounced it wrong. Um, he's one of the most acclaimed restaurants. He has one of the most acclaimed restaurants in Istanbul for Turkish fish on August 26th. Um, other events include um, talks in Chicago's own Diana Davila. Uh, and Curtis Duffy, Grace, along with drinks from Matt Hunter, head bartender at New York City's award-winning 11 Madison Park. That's, that's huge. This is all in Chicago next week. So 
Definitely. But the one thing I'm really interested in here is the, uh, the Southside Chefs Revival and the Homecoming event. It's like a celebration of black food culture in Chicago yeah. and it benefits the Edna Lewis Foundation where Edna Lewis wrote the uh, cookbook that's well known. Um, so it's a lot of great things. But one of the things that I'm really excited for, which I'm not going to go, is uh, my chef crush, my new chef crush. Um, she appeared on the, the show uh, David Chang's Ugly Delicious Taco episode. Uh, she works with... Uh, that little old restaurant's like considered the best known restaurant in the yeah, world. Yeah, that little one called Noma. Noma. Yeah. Uh, her name is uh, um, Rosio Sanchez. Um, she's from Chicago. She lives in Copenhagen. She has like Mexican restaurants in Copenhagen. She's called Copenhagen's Queen of Me- Mexican Food. She's coming back to Chicago for the Food Bowl. A couple of events she's doing. She's doing a chef conference. She's at the opening night event on August 13th, uh, and it features Rosio Sanchez. Um, Who's Takaria Hia de Sanchez in Sweden has been recognized in the world as some of the best street food in Europe. And uh, yeah, she's my chef crush. My new chef crush. Because I saw the episode of Ugly Delicious and I'm just watching her make and watching her speak. And I was just like, you don't have a, do you have a new chef crush? I don't. No? I don't. So yeah, Chicago Food Bowl. We'll post links to that. It looks really, really good if you have time to. I mean, it seems to happen a lot longer than a week. So if you want to make a day trip to Chicago, Check that some of those events out. We'll post some links and details of that. I mean, it looks really, really cool. Some really cool stuff happening. It looks looks like right up your alley. I know. I know. What's also super interesting about it is that it goes on for like ever two weeks. Yeah. Well, that's this week's edition of uh, This Bites. This Bites produced by Kenny Perez. Handcraft exciting inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance. And, of course, your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org, on iTunes, NPR, anywhere you get your podcasts. And, as always, stay hungry. And keep the Malort, maybe mixed with Miller High Life, cold. You know that Miller High Life has a nice little sweetness and a little... little... It might help. It might help. There's. Yeah. I'm always wondering if, you know, with Malort, you need something. Yeah. You need something to get it down. No, you need taste buds. <laughs> well, have a great weekend, Anne. You too. <laughs>